We're rolling. Yeah, rolling, 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 rolling. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. Keep Get rolling, money. rolling, 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 and I'm Jewish Dave. Is Bird Road. I, this is Bird Road. Damn, you are really feeling your oats today, huh? I don't know what that means. You're making a real effort. I'm trying, dude. I am Fuck trying. Fuck everything up. <laughs> are you sick or something? What's going on? I don't know. I, I've got that, that, sore, I, 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 that I, soreness I, to my I. throat that comes on like right before I get sick. But I just was sick, so it can't be happening again. So yeah, sure this is a just them boys episode, yeah. so there's nobody that's yeah. going to be able to bail you out, nobody that can help you. I'll do my best. I promise. I'm gonna I'm gonna do everything in my power to make myself as prepared as possible. What um what do you what is your like maladies now when you um you're not getting the fat sicknesses anymore because you're not fat anymore. So mm. what are your what are your sicknesses that you get? I uh, just get really, really, really tired once in a while, like maybe once or twice a year uh, this past year. Yeah, just sick and, and tired of being right, sick and tired. Right, yeah, right now I am sick and tired of being sick and tired, and I, I could sleep for a solid 24 if I could. Imagine sleeping for... What's the longest you've ever slept for? Damn, that's a good question. Um, Honestly, probably not that long, maybe like 16 hours or something. That's like, pretty fucking long that's that's long but but i mean that i feel like other people manage to do more than that does that count waking up and just sort of idly like looking through your phone yeah yeah like you wake up you, you maybe shimmy around for like 20 minutes then go back to bed you know there were times yeah. when i was living in that house with the people that we knew and um living in that in that uh in that house over off of like oki or whatever uh-huh. When I was depressed, like very depressed, <laughs> and using lots of drugs, mm-hmm. and uh, I would sleep days at a time. Yeah, I remember. With only a few, <laughs> I don't know, interactions, like wake up to like text people back or something. Or usually, I needed you for some reason at that very moment. And yeah, usually <laughs> not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> very unreliable person to have in your life i would just wake up and scroll through the text messages of all the people that i that i was in the process of disappointing you're just like <sighs> god i gotta go back to sleep till thursday <laughs> it'll what all help just go was, away um, you know what was the like i'm trying to remember like what the chemicals were that i was using that would like there were, there were things that would Let's just like suffice to say there were there were things that would keep me up for a really 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 long time, but then at the end of that, mm. I would sleep for <laughs> oh. for equally long time. Um, for an equally long time. One of the things that did, and I would recommend this to anybody who's like trying to get sleep. <clears throat> I don't know if they still do this or not, but I'm sure you can just find it streaming or something like that. But um, uh-huh. back in the day on. TNT, they would just play. I mean, for like twenty hours in a row, they would play um, Law and Order mm. or USA. Maybe it was on USA, right? And they would just play Law and Order for fucking ever, and they all just bleed into each other, and they're yeah. all they require no. It's attention. like one long episode. It, yeah. it feels like. Yeah. Yeah, you don't even have to fucking look at what's going on. I feel like every time we get on this thing, you look completely different from week to week. Why? Like what? What? Just is totally. Now? Your hair is different. Your beard's different. My hair and my beard different. haven't changed in probably like ten years. I don't think that's true at all. <laughs> we got shows uh, coming up, Dave. Why don't you promo the shows? Since you can't even like engage with me on like some banter. I can banter it up, but uh, on Monday, February 17th, here in Las Vegas at the Golden Tiki, we're going to be doing a live Bird Road show. We still have details to iron out, but it's going to be at 7 p.m. right after happy hour. Golden Tiki's on Come Spring early. Mountain. Get faded. That's right. It's, um, uh, it's on President's Day, and the episode right. is called All Presidents Go to Hell. We're going to be talking it's gonna about... Be, it's going to be fire. I think I think what's going to be happening is that 
This is what I'm hoping for, at least. And let me, like, knock on wood to not uh, jinx it. I think that we're going to be coming off of two Bernie Sanders wins in in um, New Hampshire and immediately prior to that, uh, Iowa. Mm. And I think that what's going to happen is there's going to be a lot of renewed energy and the narrative is going to be changed. There's going to be some new scandal that people are yelling and fighting about and somebody like, you know, like Bernie, Bernie Sanders called somebody a kike or something like that. And like, and the, like some other, he's allowed some, technically. some other incoherent criticism of him that doesn't hold up under even the slightest, uh, uh you know, scrutiny. Hang on. Yeah. Right, hang on. Give me one sec. Q just walked away in the middle of this podcast. Um, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I don't really have much to say. I did go see Bad Boys for Life, so if he keeps this in, um, it was pretty good. You guys should go check it out. I'm not sure if we're going to do an episode over on Piecing It Together, but I will tell you guys that uh, it's it's worth seeing, especially if you like the, the first two. It, it's a great little reunion. Um, some good, some good laughs, some good action, a nice little cameo in the middle. I won't spoil, but I'll just say it's definitely worthwhile. Um, but yeah, I, I got nothing else to say. I'm just wondering exactly what he's doing right now. That bad is, uh oh, something's happening. There's movement. Sorry about that. You're my priority. Our coitus interrupt us. Look. Sorry for the uh, little coitus interrupt this, if you know what I mean. That kid was so you in that movie. And now that you're into podcasting, you've completely embraced the... I, I know. I've I've actually looked online, because I'm too lazy to record it myself. I've looked online for a clip of him where they show that the wires are all disconnected. And I wanted to post that so bad on my Twitter, but it's not available anywhere. Um wet hot american summer uh reference for anybody that didn't get it if you didn't get that reference honestly what are you listening to this show yeah you shouldn't be here it's weird that you'd be listening to this show you hear that um <clears throat> the safety brothers were on chapo Mm-mm. yeah they're on it they're on chapo it's a funny oh, I episode listen. they talk about <laughs> this is something that you and i could probably talk about for a really long time i know we're in the middle of promoting our show um but really quick like they talk about the New York archetypes, like the different guys that are in New York, guys and, and yeah. women that are in New York. And a lot of them are newer, like not since you and I lived there or lived in the area or whatever. It's like, you know, New York is way different now than back when you and I lived there or when you were in, you know, nearby, I guess. Mm-hmm. I sure. But um, a lot of them are eternal. Like the one that they talk about, and I did not know that this guy is like sort of a well-known person, but did you ever see the video... Of the dude, the little guy freaking out and yelling at um at a, a street musician. You know what I'm talking about? I think so. It sounds really familiar. And he's like, and he's like, God damn you, you piece of shit. You have no talent. I went to New York University uh, Observatory for, for, for art. <laughs> uh, why don't you respect the silence? The, 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 the bedrock for the create for the creative soul. It's just this like complete <laughs> dumb piece of shit. Hang on. <laughs> what an annoying person. There are five or six turns in your life that you could have made wrong. <laughs> that you still could make. That you turn out to be this guy. That's how I feel today. <laughs> Do you know who the fuck I am? I made I help you melt. Have you heard of I help you melt? That's real music. What you're doing is bullshit. All right, I, this is it's starting to depress me. I don't want to watch it anymore. Something's wrong with you. What's going on with you today, huh? I want why, this don't you, why don't you walk us through your day? Oh, I, I just, I just don't feel good. But I'm here. I'm ready. I'm ready to rock. I'm ready to start this episode, which has been going for twelve. We're already minutes. like twenty minutes in. We only got a few minutes left. <laughs> we should finish uh, plugging the shows. Is what we should do real quick. We've been recording we, for twelve uh, minutes, and you're complaining and saying it's been twenty minutes. No, that literally the opposite. You said twenty, I said twelve. Well, look, look, this look, is a real. Look, he I, said, I, I, she I'm not going to get into this. I'm not going to get into this. I'm not doing this with you. <laughs> I'm not doing this with you today. <laughs> I'm a professional. I'm a professional, and uh, I'm. I can, unlike some people, 
compartmentalize my hatred, white <laughs> hot hatred for specific <clears throat> Jews. Uh, so. so yeah we, we, we still got some uh, announcements to make as far as that february 17th show but it's gonna be awesome <laughs> just like hitting <laughs> rewind and going all the way back yeah, yeah what i was gonna say is that i think that we're com- gonna be at that point coming off of um two primary wins or good oh, yeah. showings hopefully for for bernie sanders narrative is gonna change and i think the interesting thing to talk about in that show and i don't want to get into it because I'm, I'm doing a lot of the writing and the planning of it right now but we're gonna explore this I don't know what you would call it, but it's sort of like this, not a, not really a paradox, just like this, this conundrum, right? Where, where like you can't be a good person and be the president. And mm, for the first yeah, yeah. time, I think for the first time in our lifetime, there's a chance that a good person could become the president. And Bernie Sanders mm-hmm. isn't like a soft or friendly or nice person in any way, really. He's not. But I, I think people that view him in a charitable light, like, like you and I do, no, he's a good person, and yeah, that's weird. What happens the first time that a president Sanders has to, you know, authorize a killing in some rural part of Pakistan where, like, you know, somebody's some innocent people are probably going to die, right? I th- and I want to sort of take this show to look back and establish that all our faves, quote unquote, like any president that you've liked or that you admire or think is good is probably, or for sure, if there is a hell, they're probably there. So yeah. all presidents go to hell. That's it. That's, that's, that's that. What's the Beautiful. next show, Dave? Next show is March 15th in the Miami. March. The Ides of March. So I'm told, uh, I'm, I'm still hoping that maybe I can make it to that one, but that would be that's awesome. Not I'd be so happy yet. if you came out. Yeah. We, we will see what we can do. Um, uh, but why don't you tell them a little bit about what you have planned, or do you have anything planned? I haven't yet really thought too it? much about that one. I'm trying to do a playoff of the idea, like some something that's like, uh, I don't know, something Shakespearean. I don't know. I'm too stupid to know any of those references, though. Like I know that it's from Hamilton. Hamilton. I know that it's from Hamlet, but I don't. I, actually, it might not even be from Hamlet. It might be from Macbeth. What's the idea? What if for just a straight hour you do Hamilton songs without me? <laughs> <laughs> just singing them at the like screaming them at the top of my lungs um yeah the uh the oh well it's from never mind i, I sound like a real grade a fucking moron uh here's the problem i learned all my shakespeare the same year in like 10th grade and um we read Julius Caesar, which is what it's obviously from. It's a, uh, it's a Roman reference, the Ides of March. Beware the Ides of March. And uh, I, I read it the same year that I read Hamlet and the same year that I read Macbeth. So I, I mix all that, all my Shakespeare I mix up in my head. I am not, mm-hmm. um, I didn't have the luxury, Dave, of going after a liberal arts degree like so many of our listeners. I was forced, Absolutely. my hand was forced to take business yeah. classes. You took those classes, and uh, were, were you how how did you do in those classes? Business, I yeah. sucked at statistics, but I was good. I took a lot of like very administrative classes, and I was good at those. I was good at econ. I was good at um, what else? I took marketing electives. I was good at those. I don't think I remember any classes anymore. I think you know me and my memory yeah. thing. You know, oh, that's my thing. But I think uh, but that's after is starting thing, to go. Though. Your thing started. At like I know. 15, right. I know, and I think you remember is everything extracurricular we did. Like you could probably yes. remember what movie theater we saw um, yes. Death to Smoochie at. But yeah, I probably you could. Probably don't remember any schooling. That, yeah, school yeah. though is starting to go. Absolutely, I, I remembered a little bits and pieces. It's all pops and buzzes. Um, pops and buzzes from here. <laughs> so yeah, that's what's going on. Um, we have some cool guests coming up, so stay tuned on Bird Road. Subscribe, rate, and review to the show. Um, I don't know if you've noticed this new cadence I have, where I'm doing an episode with you, a Just Them Boys episode, and then I'll do like a, an interview episode. That uh, I have. Yeah, we've been doing those over at um, Unicorn Fire Radio, which is here in Miami. It's uh, you know right in the heart of uh, Shenandoah, and um, it's run by a good friend, Mike Landsberg. It's his it's his studio, which is like a really fully functioning studio. It's an awesome place, actually. 
but he carved out a little section of it to do podcasting and um, we're working on some projects together over there. So nice. Uh, I don't even think they have a website yet though, but um, yeah, we'll, we'll keep doing that. I th- people seem to be liking those, those uh, interviews and they are informative and maybe not as not what we do. They're not what you right. and I do. Right. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. 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 Me? Yeah. You. Me? Me? Yeah. Yeah. So, Dave, Mm -hmm. um, that that concludes the promotional uh, part of the show. Um, Solid. I I wrote down some random shit to to talk about today, but I don't know. Just wanted to kind of chop it up with you. See what... uh, Sure. tell 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 me what's going on with you and your world. What's going on with me and my world? Um, well, this week... Uh, what, what do I got going on? Well, I, I finished scoring a short film. Uh, that was cool. It was a very, a very cool, like matrix style thing, which was really fun for me. I got that to go like, like full really budget for you to be working on. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's, it's seriously, it's got like really cool effects and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's, it's pretty surprisingly, uh, big looking, even though, you know, it is a small indie thing. Um, so yeah, so that'll be coming out soon enough. Um, and I got another film lined up too. So I, I got to find time to start on that though, because podcast stuff has been, uh, keeping me busy. We got a, a whole bunch of, uh, sessions scheduled for all rice, no beans. And, uh, so yeah, been busy. But, um, other than that though, uh, it's been mostly the same. I spent, uh, today trying to set up the lights with my dad's Alexa and uh it had to happen there's no way i could get out of that house without it being perfect oh is that what you were like contending with when i was texting yeah saying like hey you're gonna be able to do this i was i was honestly certain that it's 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 6 15 now i i figured i'd be there till at least eight trying to figure it out i i mean you know i'm a computer guy i'm a complete computer genius nerd yeah and i i don't know how anybody could figure that out your like Jewish it was Dave so is the difficult. kind of guy that actually knows how to go and affect the internet on its root yes. level. Yes, change. absolutely. I I leave it changed. It, it, changed. it doesn't know what it is. No, I remember the thing it. that you knew how to do was like, um, I don't know, in the era of like, I don't know, Windows 98 or whatever we were using back then, <clears throat> like Windows 2000. You, you, I knew that you knew your way around computers because you would go to like the boot screen or the DOS screen or whatever. <laughs> and I was like, I don't even know what this is. I think you're about to load up King's Quest from this like doesn't look right at all. It's like, <laughs> and you're like, no, I just gotta go in and I gotta modify the fucking. Uh, just give me a minute. Just give me a minute. I just gotta yeah. Run. So. Setting up light bulbs with an Alexa is way more difficult than any of that stuff. Let me just say that. I don't understand how it's a thing that regular people do. Um, But got to figure it out. And now uh, back to life. And um, I I, I got kind of a pain in the ass week ahead. I mean, that's also part of the reason why I'm I'm so uh, shitty tonight with, with Wax Tracks. We're in the middle of a big deal for a bunch of shitty records that I really... I just wish my dad would dump him, but he has to maximize it in every way possible because he's Rich Rosen, and that means I have to do slave labor. Isn't there like a point of diminishing return with a lot of these yes. things? I remember the one <laughs> the that will always yes. the one that will always stick out to me is like your dad stood to make like I don't know maybe ten thousand bucks on some deal where he wanted me and you to get in my pickup and drive on Super Bowl weekend. <laughs> to like Laguna Beach or some shit or, or or uh Malibu or something. And in my mind he was like, I'll pay you I'll pay you a thousand dollars or something. I'll pay you five hundred or more like I'll uh-huh. pay you fifty dollars and he gas. And in my mind I'm like, this is more about the pursuit of the thing. It's, it this is. isn't worth it. It's Super Bowl weekend. We're all like, you know, drinking beers, we're sitting on the couch, we're settling in, and it's like yeah. Why pursue this? Why it's uncut this gems when Adam Sandler says, "This is how I win." This is how he you wins. Know? Yeah, no, your dad <laughs> is what the original. Is. Um, what's the what's the character's name from Uncut Gems? Uh, uh, Howard. Howie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Howard. Yeah, he's the original yeah. Howard. He's like, "This is how I win." But now he's too old, and so he has to send me to do it, and I can't say no. So, <laughs> so my week is kind of shitty. But uh, yeah, I got a lot to do this week. That sucks, dude. Well, mm-hmm. 
I mean, all of our but listeners, thank I'll make you it. for taking this time, deigning to, yeah. you know, to do a Bird Road episode. Yeah, I mean, they they, they demand it, and I'm here, so... Um, and I, I, I love, I love doing this. So I, I'll, I'll survive. You look, you look like you're <laughs> trying to force yourself to say, like, I love doing this. I love it, really. Yeah, you can't, so. you can't stop making content. You're like Rich Rosen, but like with content. Yeah. I know, that's me. Yeah, you're pathological. In, in so how about life. you? I've chopped it up. I've chopped up my, my week. What's going on with you? I mean. I don't know. This was a nice weekend. Uh, did you have today off? I mean, apart from like all the shit that you were doing with your sort of, sort of. I I had a weird day where um, last night I was feeling like such shit that I went to bed early and I asked my mom if I could move my work day later into the day because uh, I was working with her today, and so I didn't start until like uh, until after two thirty. So, so I had the whole morning free. Yeah, because I mean, I got to enjoy. Um... You know, three-day weekend, which they don't come along that much anymore. There's not really that many of those. Like, you're never really off of the podcasting stuff. Like, there's stuff to edit or promote. Like, I really want people to show up at this sh- these shows. So, like, I'm just random, reaching out to random people. I realize one of the things to do for these shows when you book them on such short notice is... And, and you book them at a venue that doesn't have... Isn't, like, just a known place for events. It's a bar first. And then yeah, yeah. it happens to have events at it. It's not like the comedy shop where it's like, oh, no, you're going there for the show. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't know, man. It's just, I guess my point is that, like, you're never really off. You're never really, like, you never get to really reset and chill. Yeah. And um, It's 100% true. Yeah, it sucks. It fucking sucks. By the way, I guess Gina can hear me uh, recording right now. And so she just texted me, you finished your wedding, save the dates. You've been busy planning your wedding. So, oh, we, yeah. we, we, so how's, we've had how's, that too. That's that's a whole thing, but you compartmentalize that. You don't like think of that in the whole, you know, of of the stuff that you do. Yeah, I guess my brain no. goes to the work, but uh, but yeah, we did we did send out our save the dates finally. So you'll did be you getting send that me one? pretty soon. Sure did. Yeah, we got to figure out your bachelor party too, man. What, what I know. <laughs> what 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 are, what are some things that you want to do on your bachelor party? Uh. Honestly, I, we joked about this, but I, I'm serious. I, I could see starting the night with a bird road, <laughs> a live episode. We could, we could do that. I think it would be actually really fun, and then we could just kind of take it from there, like go to a restaurant and then go out somewhere. Where do you? And here's a question that I actually tried to uh, try to find the answer to, but it's one of these tricky internet searches where the word that you're searching for brings you to all the wrong stuff that you're the, mm-hmm. the exact thing that you're not trying to find. I'm trying to find like where can you find prints of old movies. Not old movies from the 30s and 40s. I mean just like movies from like 5 or 6 years ago. Like where is there a place where you can mm-hmm. buy a print of a movie? And then follow-up question, do movie theaters even really use those anymore? Or are they all like what what is the format that's up there playing? I don't imagine it's a DVD, but like what is it? No, it's mostly I believe they're called DCPs, if I, if I'm not mistaken, and it's just a digital file that gets sent. And uh, oh, so it's playing computer, you know, like computerized. Yeah, it basically is like a computer file. Um, and even you know, like there, a are cer- there are certainly movie theaters, or like a safety movie. Those even those are right. like are digital. Well, there are still theaters that will play actual film reels. You know, especially in places like L.A. and New York, and they're usually special theaters like Tarantino's, The New Beverly. You know, that they, uh-huh. they play almost exclusively actual film reels. Um, or there are sometimes when uh, a major new movie comes out that was actually shot in like seventy millimeter or something, they'll actually tour the country with film projectors and actually they'll be at one theater for a week and then go to another theater for a week and so that happens that's happened here a couple of times like they showed uh, the hateful eight for a week with the uh, actual film projection um i think they did dunkirk also uh but yeah it, it's increasingly rare though but yeah, so that's, what i'm trying that's to do is way. find i guess what a dcp of mm-hmm. a um which I, I don't even know how you get your hands on one of those but uh, I'm trying to find something for like I don't know a movie that that matters to me and you, yeah. and to like get to rent out a theater. And, that would rule. Yeah, and I, I, <laughs> you know, like one of these smaller theaters out there. I don't know. Um, so I think that might be a good way to start things off. And uh, I don't know how many of our how many of our 
dirtbag piece of shit friends who just want to like go do cocaine how many of them are gonna like be down for that but i mean the real question is are we gonna go to a club that is a good question i mean i mean you know that i don't want to but my bachelor party was a long time ago my bachelor party was almost 10 years ago yeah we were still still relatively young we were still like basically in our 20s i mean like we were very young in my bachelor party so and it sounds awful club (laughs) club sounds awful club was the least fun part of my bachelor Mm -hmm. party everything else was more fun um and my bachelor party was three days long where did we eat on your bachelor party uh we ate at that really nice this is going to sound cheesy to listeners who know this restaurant but you have to understand that the one in vegas is incredible we ate at a sushi samba and we ate at the sushi samba inside of what is the big hotel that's connected to the uh mandalay bay uh luxotica no what the fuck is <laughs> Wait, no, it wasn't Sunglass attached side. to Mandalay Bay. It was attached to uh, the Venetian. Venetian, it's that's the, what I meant. Attached the thing to the next Venetian. to the Venetian. Palazzo. Palazzo, yeah. So there's a sushi, or there was, I mean, 10 years ago. I think uh, it's knows? still there. Yeah. So there's a um, a sushi samba, which admittedly is kind of a cheese ball ass uh, franchise. But the hookup that you got, where yeah. they brought out all the plates... And they had they had the chefs like cook up all the tapas like spe- that was pretty cool. That Shout was classy, man. Snitzer. That was a classier bachelor party than I deserved. <clears throat> that guy just had eyeball surgery yesterday. Who, Mister Samba? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my hookup there. Hello, I am Mister Samba. Speaking of things that have happened to <laughs> friends of ours, former friend of the show. Well, no, not former friend of the show. Current friend of the show, former guest of the show, MC Random. I forgot he was on here before. Had himself a little <laughs> It's like ba-ba. in the first few few episodes. Yeah. He had himself a little baba. Yeah. Him had himself a little baba. It's a little killer is what I say. A little killer. He's going to, yeah. <laughs> so MC Random, for anybody who's longtime Bird Road listeners, remember MC Random from um, past My episodes. partner in rhyme. Partner. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Let me drop a marker in my timeline so I know to cut that. Um, yeah, MC Random had himself a little boy. This is that time in our lives where all of our friends are having kids. At this point, I think pretty much if you've had kids, you're going to have them. Mm-hmm. And, like, you're not going to. I mean, like, happen. that takes balls. Random is younger than us, though. He's like a year He's like a, a year or two younger than you, right? Uh, I don't know. He might be 39. Oh, really? So he's older than I, you. I think he might be. Well, um, no, I'm 39, too. So 39 is tough, man. I'm thinking about like if I had a baby right now. I know his 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 girlfriend is like much young, not much younger, but she's not 39. Uh-huh. Um I don't know, man. Starting off right now having a kid. Uh ima- takes like, a lot of energy, I'd I imagine. So much energy. I don't feel like I'm that different of a person than I was 7 years ago or 6 years ago when I had my kid, but I I, I don't know. Thinking that I mean I would be 58 when the kid goes to college. That's very old. Life is almost over, basically. Yeah. You have 10, 15 more viable. At at 58, you have maybe 15 years with modern medicine and everything like that of being viable and being Mm -hmm. able to, like, spring out of bed in the morning and and still feel okay. After that, you're an an elderly person after, like, 70 or whatever. And you got to really start managing. But then again, I don't know. I know people who are in their seventies now, and they 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 act like people used to in their fifties. So who knows? Maybe by the time we're at that age, we're gonna start taking care of ourselves, man. You're doing it. I'm not. I'm trying. What's your What's the I'm biggest drawback? Though. Is it the cholesterol? Like, what are you What are you fucking up in order to lose all the weight and 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 be healthy? Or is it all just rising tide lifting all boats? Honestly, I, I I will be getting my cholesterol checked again in a month, but uh, it didn't go up that much. It went up a little bit, but not oh, in any okay. kind of well, concerning good. way. That's yeah, uh, but and they got pills for yeah, that. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Yeah, if, if, if I it really became have a to. problem, <coughs> if cholesterol ever became a problem, they have pills for cholesterol. Like you just take yeah. them and it lowers your cholesterol. That's the benefit yeah, the, of living in the you know modern age. The main thing with my diet is whether or not you can, you know, realistically do it 
long term because otherwise, you know, most likely you're going to gain back a shitload of weight. But I feel no desire to go off of it. Like right. I feel perfectly Which is good fine because you're well out. Way. You're out of the addiction zone or the like the yeah. reward zone that your brain has. But the problem yeah. is the way that like that 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 diet has gotten that reputation of like oh you gain it all back it's not like you just magically gain it all back it's because you have you cheat one time and with other diets there are cheats that that are built in but with that you cheat one time and you trigger the brain chemistry yeah that makes you do the thing and gives you the reward pleasure you know uh, endorphin rush or whatever yeah plus you just spent the last week eating like a ton of fat and then all of a sudden your body is storing oh i guess we're keeping this around yeah, I guess we need this now. So, yeah. <laughs> so you're telling your body what to do. Don't tell my body what to do. Um, <laughs> I would never try. <laughs> I'm trying to see if I can become the fattest I've ever been before our show. <laughs> if I can get to like 375 pounds or something <laughs> draped on my frame. <clears throat> People always tell me they can't believe how much I weigh. That like, that like, it. I don't know. Monica, my wife, always says that um, that I carry it well, but I don't see how that's possible. How can you really carry that much weight well? I mean, oh, I must have, look like a. Have you gained weight? I've yeah, I've gained weight. Really? Yeah. I can't. I honestly can't tell. I'm like hovering, just I don't know. I don't even want to say it out loud. There's just a bad mark, and I'm like that. I always thought was way too far away for me to ever even approach. Yeah. And then when I would get within like ten pounds of it, I'd be like, wow, I'm really letting myself go. Right now I'm at the mark, and I'm like, oh, during mm-hmm. the, depending on what time of day, it's like, I'm like right there. It's pretty bad, and my my mm. stomach feels big, like my That's arms and stuff feel fine. Like it's not like I'm like sagging fat off of me anywhere. Like I'm I I have the same shoulders and arm and face, arms and face and legs and shit. But like, just, it feels like I just have like a barrel of fat I'm carrying around <laughs> under my shirt, and I just wanna. And that starts to get heavy. I wonder if I could just get lipo. You ever think about lipo? <laughs> it looks very satisfying. So. <laughs> like the videos of it, I could probably just sit and watch oh, videos. Oh yeah. Oh, imagine that. Oh, gross. Don't have to do anything, and it just all your problems go away. Somebody <laughs> sucks your problems out of you. Speaking of sucking your problems out of you. Um, mm-hmm so many things I wanted to talk to you about, Dave. I mean, we're going to have to hit rewind to, to talk about some of this stuff, but what, um, I, you, you and I haven't gotten a chance to talk about, uh, about anything really. What, what did you think of the Warren and Sanders kerfuffle? We had a whole episode about it. We talked mm-hmm. with, um, you know, Jeff Campbell from Bernie's Florida arm of the campaign. Actually, he, he works with the Florida Immigrant Coalition, and he, uh, you know, is very involved in whatever. But you know, he all that stuff. But he, you know, we had a whole episode on it. But you weren't on that episode, so I don't know. Right. Let your voice be heard. Oh, I just, I just think the whole thing is so sad, and and you know, I obviously have, you know, drifted off from politics quite a bit lately. But I was like trying for a week to like kind of at least be a little a little informed and then that happens and it's like oh that's right uh, that's why i that's why i hate this shit because things like that are the reason that there's no way that we're all going to come together and i mean we're going to have four and probably more years of trump after this point because we we simply aren't going to just keep fighting with each other like constantly it's not going to stop yeah, it, it fucking really kind of sucks. Um, the other story, it, the other story that's going on in that realm, obviously, is the trial for removal of Donald Trump, which mm-hmm. uh, new polling came out today. That got started today. That 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 um, you know, the hearing, the preliminary hearings, I suppose, got started today. And uh, one of the things that came out is, I guess, this was like a Mendoza line that people hadn't really seen before that 51% so a majority of Americans according to a CNN poll say that Trump should not just be impeached but actually be removed from office Uh, 45% Mm -hmm. say he shouldn't 
Um, did did they did they find out how many of those people knew the difference? The, yeah, I think that with this one, with this poll, I I understand what you're getting at, but with this poll, the language is very unambiguous because okay, <clears throat> when you when you talk about impeachment, right, that's where the confusion is. If you ask sure, people, yeah. should Donald Trump be impeached? There's a huge swath of respondents who probably don't really know what that means or assume that it means removed from office and exactly. don't know that yeah. it, you know, that it, that's just a, um, you know, a political action that happens in, in, uh, in the house. This is unambiguous language. This is like, I mean, I'm looking at what the questions were and the questions were like, should Donald Trump be removed from office by the Senate? Mm-hmm. And that one is, frankly, it's the one that everybody probably always usually makes the mistake for, but 51% is a very, number i think i think that that's sure. a threshold that we hadn't really seen in public opinion for whatever these fucking things are worth honestly for whatever these um polls i don't, I don't know man i feel like how much do you trust polls anymore do you trust them at all or or did you are you like so many other people where like just the failure of polling in 2016 has turned you off to the idea of paying attention to them I mean, I certainly, I see them, and for that moment, I, I think, oh, interesting fact, you know, interesting statistic or whatever, but it, they don't ever really seem to, you know, lead to anything. They never seem to be exactly right or, or you know, prove anything. Yeah, I feel like polls are kind of worthless except to move people. I feel like sometimes polls create momentum, mm-hmm. and I just wonder who's the, like, person out there who's, like, so soft in their position. That yeah. they see a poll and that makes them be like, oh, well, maybe I'll change my opinion. Maybe I'll, like, support this person now. It's a whole industry. Like, this Enormous is like, industry, yeah. Yeah. It's like a whole thing. And like There's it, a whole secondary in industry really. of 538 and these other companies or organizations or media groups that dissect the polls and then aggregate them and create these, like, um, you know, poll trackers and these... Uh, running scores and running tallies and like that 538 doesn't even do any polling they don't actually do any polling i think that a lot of people think that they do and they don't they aggregate existing polls and badly like they don't really like they're wrong as often as they're right this fucking guy nate silver is still dining out on that one year where he guessed the fucking uh senate almost completely correct and then giving Hillary like an 80% chance or 85% chance of winning. And the most annoying thing is if you ever hear that fucking guy talk about how they failed in 2016, he, he won't admit it. He'll be like, no, we were right. There was an 85% chance that she would lose or that she would win. And, uh, you know, 15% chance she would lose. And she lost. And it's like, by that logic, nothing that you do makes any fucking yeah. difference. Nothing nothing matters. Nothing, literally nothing fucking matters then. Okay, great. Like... <laughs> awesome <laughs> what um what did what did you think of uh i don't even know if this if this registered with you this is such weird episodes to do with you now where you are in your life um yeah. <laughs> but like i know because i know you're on social media and i know that you're on twitter more than you used to be because awesome movie year i mean uh because um piecing it together requires you to be on twitter yeah sure that's where your people are it's not really facebook like Facebook is lame, but yeah. um, so the New York Times endorsement. Did you follow any of that? Did you watch it live on FX on the New York Times TV show last night? No, I didn't see this at all. Actually, oh my god, blissfully, blissfully unaware of. <laughs> Good point. Well, remember, remember, I went, I went to bed at like five p.m. and woke up for about a half hour at eight p.m. and then went back to sleep. So, so the I, thing I missed it. The, the New York Times, <clears throat> excuse me. So the New York Times, I think. I don't know if they've done this before or not. Honestly, I haven't done the. I haven't looked into it. But the fact that I don't know if they've done this before or not shows how what a different world it is that we live in from like before Trump. That mm-hmm. the the New York Times is giving a recommendation, a, an endorsement of, you know, they, they've been promoting that they were going to give an endorsement of a recommendation of a candidate uh, for the Democratic nominee. And mm-hmm. so they had all these, I mean, you must have seen some of the interviews, right, where they were, 
where like all the candidates were sitting with the New York Times editorial board and they were being asked all the questions. That's where Biden had like his phone went off and he was like, what is that? And people were, and they were like, oh, that's your phone. And I didn't he, see this at all. You didn't no, see when was this? this? You was didn't this yes? You didn't see the video where they where they where the guy is like the like th- these people they're like they're they're like the creatures from Blade Runner they're like n- robots that aren't human. <laughs> oh, I saw that. Yeah, and I saw you shared that. <laughs> I saw like, your post. About they're they're that. like cyborgs or something. They're like uh, what do you call them? Verts. They're fucking Westworld people, and they're like uh, they just read through. Like one of them was reading through their question to Pete Buttigieg, and they were like they're like. Very robotically, I'm um, paraphrasing, but they were basically like, yeah. and again, as you were in, uh, as you were involved in price fixing for bread, and he's like, whoa, whoa, hang on a second there, I wasn't in uh, involved in fi- price fixing for bread, and they're like, a company you worked for was involved in price fixing for bread, <laughs> and it was just like it created all these stupid moments, and now the New York Times has a TV show on FX where they like. That's just a ridiculous sense. Called the Weekly. Yeah, it's insane. It's, it's insane. <laughs> and they, like, you know, spotlight their reporting, I guess, um, you know, for for that day. Uh, for, for that week, I suppose. It's called the Weekly, and it's supposed to be, like, a companion with the Daily, like, their podcast, which is, like, the number one podcast every, mm-hmm. every week, week in and week out. So they use this to basically mine, you know, hours and hours of content, sitting all these people down. Nobody ever thought that Bernie was ever going to be getting the nomination or getting the um, endorsement from the New York Times, right? But he went in there. He didn't kiss any ass. He he called them out. He was basically, he said that they, he was like, well, well maybe I should say, that they, they were basically saying like, aren't you just the same as Trump? Because you're a demagogue and you're like putting blame on specific people. And uh, and he was and he he basically tossed it right back at them. He was like, "Look, the New York Times is I would say the New York Times is the thing that's been failing people, and hasn't uh, has hasn't held up its you know its responsibility, which mm. he's not wrong. So whatever. This is this bullshit thing that they did. So they had said, "Look, we're going to give an endorsement, right? They ended up splitting their endorsement." Between Elizabeth Warren and Amy oh, Klobuchar. Yeah. I did see that. It's yeah. such a bitch move. It's such a like cop out. And it's like the easiest way to just say, oh, that thing we're doing doesn't matter. Like nothing we're doing matters. It doesn't. Yeah. You, were you not paying attention to this? Fine. Don't bother. There's nothing for you to pay attention to. Yeah, exactly. It's, it means it's nothing. So worthless. I told you I was driving home the other day and I saw a, a Yang twenty twenty uh, lawn sign and I just chuckled. It's, it's funny. <laughs> I was just like, in my neighborhood, I have three. I have seen in the last six months three different bumper stickers, three different cars with bumper stickers. One of them I saw more than once. Uh, for um, QAnon. Oh God. Yeah. So like that's that's something happening in my neighborhood. I guess there's Wonderful. like a burgeoning QAnon movement in my neck of the woods, which is awesome. Oh, that's exciting. That's fun. Their kids probably go to school with my kid. So <laughs> something to, you know, consider. One of the things oh, one of the things I was gonna say is that um with that impeachment trial, it kinda sucks for anybody who's a sitting senator because they have to they have to attend. Yeah. It, they have to sit for it, and uh, it kind of hurts the progressive wing of the of, of, of the uh, overall candidate makeup because the the two I guess you would call them more progressive candidates um, on, on the trail are obviously Bernie and, and Warren, but uh, you know people like Joe Biden and um, and Pete Mayor Pete, who's being the mayor of that town during this whole time. <laughs> What's going on in that town? South Bend, Indiana. I mean, how does any of that stuff work? I always wonder that about anything. Like, there must be a million things that need to be signed by a mayor during a given... I mean, even a tiny, tiny little town like that, 100,000 people. Even a little speck of dust on the map like South Bend, Indiana. There still must be so much administrative... Like, who's who's paying the Parks and Rec guys? Like, who's... You know, what's, what's, what's this guy doing, man? What's what's life like in South Bend, Indiana right now? Is it uh, is it chaos? Is it anarchy? 
It must be. I mean, they don't have Pete, so, you know, what yeah, are they going to do? And he's really great at his job, right? <laughs> We've established sure he that, must right? Be. He must hey, be. Hey, how could he run for president if he's not? I feel like there's 40 <laughs> things in between mayor and president that you should be before, like, what are the, the steps? Mayor and then, like, I don't know, a congressman, billionaire. <laughs> like TV person, like like <laughs> on TV guy, uh, folk hero. I mean, there's like all these Good things one. that you should be, all these steps that you have to hit. He's skipping the line. You don't just yeah. get to do that. That's he bullshit. does though. He does. It's not his turn, Dave. <laughs> I'll be fine. I'll be fine with with Pete Buttigieg being president. Just if, as long as he's elected, like one month after he dies, <laughs> that should be fine. Today's Martin Luther King Day. That was one thing I wanted to talk. Oh no no no! Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about Martin Luther King Day in a second. But did you see how? Do you know? Do you even know who Tom Steyer is or no? Yeah, well, it's funny. I saw him on your outline, and yeah, you're you're right. I mean, I see him everywhere. I was gonna ask. That's what I was gonna ask. Yeah. Are you seeing a lot of Tom Steyer shit out there? Hunt all the time. Billboards, ads, everywhere, and everything is covered with him. That's annoying. That's really yeah. annoying. I don't like that, man. That somebody can just step in and just spend a bunch of money and 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 just force themselves into the conversation when they have literally nothing to add to it. I almost texted you the other day to just ask you what you thought of him, <laughs> just because I was seeing his name everywhere. But are you are you like are you meeting any people who actually like? Is it, does it look like it's just media shit, or are there people? Like, are there Tom um, Steyer meetings in on Facebook groups and shit like that? Or are, that are, I, do people have like Tom Steyer, uh, you know, um, uh, lawn signs and shit? Definitely seen lawn signs. Uh, really, Tom Steyer lawn signs. That's insane. Yeah. He's the guy who's trying so hard to be friends with Bernie. And, like, there was a video of him today <clears throat> on Twitter where he tried to put his arm around Bernie and, like, hug him. And Bernie just kind of, like, slapped him away and was like, get away from me. He was a, a very, bitch. very aggressive body language. <laughs> it was like uh, Seinfeld when, the when what's-her-name tried to hug him. When, who was that? Lady Gaga or whatever? I don't know. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I think it was. Uh, he's just like, I don't do that. Don't, don't touch me. Oh. That's you, Jerry Seinfeld. That's how you sound. Yeah, so the reason I brought that up is because Tom Steyer is going like crazy deep in terms of spending in Nevada. And I just wonder like who if, if he is able to pull a couple of voters, I just wonder who at whose expense. Like who comes over learning about Tom Steyer in mid-January 2020 and being like, oh, yeah, yeah, that guy sounds good. Right, And, right, like, not yeah. knowing shit about him, really, but. Yeah, I see this uh, schedule. He's he's all over the place. He's all, all up in that ass. Yeah, he's got, like, Reno Small Business Walk, Meet and Greet with Business Leaders, Tom 2020, Sparks Office Grand Opening. Uh, yeah, Geothermal Tour at the Peppermill Reno. That's up in Reno, I guess. Is the pepper mill still open, Dave? Yeah. We should go there when I get to town. Hell yeah. We should. They still have um they still have uh slot machines or not slot machines, but uh video blackjack? I'm sure they probably do. I want this to be a real heavy video blackjack visit. Okay. <laughs> think we can make that happen. I think I could that could work out. I think uh Golden Tiki's got some, don't they? They do. I didn't like it though when I played it. Um, I think it's just because I lost. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It just seems like not. No, no, as you good. know what it is. I like the old machines. <laughs> it's not Golden Tiki's fault that they don't have the old busted ass machines. I like mm. the old um, money plays machines, the machines yeah. in money plays, and the machines in the double down, and the machines in. Um... Oh man, what's the other one? What's the one I'm thinking of, Dave? Dicks? Uh... No, the last neighborhood bar. No. <laughs> Cheers? No, it's called The Last Neighborhood Bar. Uh, but it has like a one-person name, and it's on... 
It's near like Alta on on Las Vegas Boulevard. Oh, Dino's. Dino's. Yeah. Looking at me like I'm crazy because I said Dix. Dix is not that far from Dino's. I guess it's not. Yeah. yeah. But... So yeah. Anyway, the other thing that I was going to talk about was um, the way that like people are talking. It's Martin Luther King Jr. Day, so it's a good day to mention that like Martin Luther King. I feel like he's been sort of Disney-fied and turned into like a uh, uh, a, a rated PG Denzel Washington character. And um, I mean, I don't know. I just would just urge people to read about what was done to Martin Luther King during his life, mm. and like what a pu- like public enemy number one he was. Seventy five percent of people did not like him. He had a disapproval rating of seventy five percent when he died. Um, and, and now it's it's weird. I just I, I don't know. Every every Martin Luther King day, I always find it strange that. Now everybody likes to pretend that we always knew that he was good when like this country is so fucked up that we actually thought he was a bad person during the time that he was alive. But yeah. And like, and like you get like Republicans and conservatives saying happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day. It's, you know, let's carry on his legacy. It's like, you would have been the first person lining up. Rick Scott was doing that today. He was posting like an MLK. Rick Scott would have been a guy doing everything in his power to prevent Martin Luther King from being hurt. Yeah. In those era, in that era. So definitely I fucking, that shit pisses me off. I, I, I've drank a whole bottle of water while we've been recording, trying to hope that it's going to, it's going to soothe my throat a little bit, but alas, it's sore as shit. I don't like it. Okay. I don't well, like it. Q. We'll feel better. <laughs> 